welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I'm your host, Logar the Barbarian, joined today by my co-host, Marsha B. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So I've been I've been thinking about something a little more lately. What's that? So I'm thinking about virtual tabletops and virtual ways to play a little more than I have in the past. Given like COVID and everything, that makes <laughs> a lot of sense. So like when we did, we did move online with COVID, but most of the times when we're playing, we're playing on Discord or we're playing on Zoom. Right. And we're not really using maps and minis and dice apps. We're just rolling at our desk. It's like a conference call. Exactly. <laughs> and it feels like one too, which is always kind of depressing where it's like, I'm the first time I did a Zoom game. It was with friends from like my class or not my class, but just like from high school and all that. And we were playing and I was just like, this feels like a very like corporate app to use for something. We're just kind of hanging out. Yeah. I'm so used to like Skype calls from like middle school and discord calls like afterwards. Yeah. Old Scott sent me this link or sent me this stuff he was looking at. He was looking at the year zero engine stuff for, I think he was looking at the forbidden land stuff or was it? Oh. Uh, and, and they have apparently really good support on Foundry. Oh. So don't get me wrong, people. I have not, this is not a review on Foundry because I don't know anything about it. I'm wanting <laughs> to learn. <laughs> don't ask me either. I've also heard a lot of other people, like there's talk recently about drive-through and Roll20 merging. Have you heard this? I have, yeah. And from what I understand, it's consolidating because of like the recession coming up and everything, but I guess it'll also be good for like combining your resources on both websites. And I think that Hasbro's trying to pull away from Roll20 and the other ones and trying to keep everything on their own app as well. Isn't that what's happening right now? Exactly. I remember, um, I feel like Wizards bought Dandy Beyond. Is that what happened a couple months ago? I think so. Yeah. I don't understand. So I've not been on D&D Beyond, but as I understand, it's very similar to drive Through. or am I incorrect there? So I think that they have DMs Guild, which is like their specific branch of drive Through, mm-hmm. And Dandy Beyond, I think they have like an interface with that now. So now you can buy books on both, but honestly, I don't buy anything. And so that to me is like <laughs> not my forte. Yeah. yeah and I'm, I'm less of a PDF user. Uh, when it comes to me prepping for game, I'm going to use probably physical books that I have on my shelf. I'm not going to go out and seek out a PDF to do it with. I'm a paper and pencil kind of guy. <laughs> You know, I've been playing that way for since the late 80s. That's Yeah, I understand that people do and they're easier to use for some people and people use not just PDFs, but a lot of the apps and stuff too. Like, like with fifth edition and character creation, I think there's apps that makes it a little quicker and easier that people use. Yes. So that's convenient. Now I ran Forbidden Lands. Forbidden Lands. That is the Year Zero engine game. It's very hex crawl based. It's put oh. up by Free League. It's a good game. It's a D6 based system. I love the system. I got a lot of that for a lot of those Free League games. How's it work? 
it's so like you let's say you have like your you have four attributes which are like you know one's strength one's wisdom one's dexterity i can't remember the other i think wisdom and oh yeah is, you know and you have a skill as well so your numbers for like your attribute is going to be like one through four let's say that you have and then your skill is going to add like another one or two you're going to add the corresponding skill to the corresponding attribute so let's say you get six dice you roll six six-sided dice. If it comes up a six, then that is a success. <laughs> oh, that's, that's easy the, then. It's the whole system. It's one. It's really simple system to catch on to the mechanic. That's why right. I like it. But they do really complicated things in some of their games with it, and they do really simple things with it. <laughs> it's very scalable. Wow, that's good to know then. So, but the hardest part with that for me is teaching people how to make their dice pulls and stuff to roll. And if I were at a table, I could be like, here, I give them the dice and say, oh, well, those two, you have to use a different color because it's equipment and equipment could break, you know, things like that. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, like, like you get, oh, I get it plus two from this weapon. But if your weapon rolls a failure, like on a one, you're going to have to add damage to your weapon. So being able to show people those in person is easy. So what I did was I used roll 20 because I had a character sheet that made your dice pull for you. So I exactly. didn't have to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> if And so running online, like, like the way I do is easy if I'm just doing AD and D or something where you just roll a 20 and add it. But if I have to do more explaining of a dice pull or something, it's easier for me to use an app online. I agree for sure. But I feel like also one of the things I always miss from like virtual games is like the more tactile feelings mm-hmm. of things like yeah. even if i play on discord i still have like my physical dice set with me i just type what i get so we using the dice bot because to me i i like the little like i like the rolling i like reading it i like having them in front of me yeah i think having that physical interface is like it creates vibes that the digital things don't for me oh i agree here's the thing too like i've played role playing games forever I am of the generation, like when we were growing up, all the Nintendo was coming out and Atari and everything. People of my age play a lot of video games. I never got into them. Right. <laughs> we, didn't, <laughs> we didn't have enough money for Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I could walk down to the library, though, and that was free. <laughs> exactly. So like, like interacting through some of the digital interfaces that are more game-ish is I find a little intimidating. <laughs> right. But this, this foundry looks good. It looks very video game-ish to me. Yes. There's some code going on behind here that I might be able to get into. It looks like, it looks like it's just JavaScript. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I think in another episode, I... I have knowledge of computers, not apps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way sometimes where it's like, oh, I don't know how this app works, but I don't know. If you show me like what code for it, I can kind of like figure out something. And so do you have to, so do you have to purchase a license for Foundry in order to play it? It looks like you have to purchase it, but you can demo a free version of it. I don't know. Yeah, I'll click the thing and like we can just go through it. Requires minimum screen resolution. Okay. Um, okay, I can join as a user. I can set a session. Oh, cool. So the demo only allows access to player users, not the game master account. So it looks like what you have to do is the game master buys an account and then the players can just 
be guess what they want. So if I want to run games with Foundry, nobody that's playing has to pay for it. I'm going to have to put a coffee can out, a virtual coffee can. (laughs) (laughs) Right. What's not the Um, worst solution? No, like, so is it you buy once and it's good or is it subscription? Because it looks like you just buy it and you're good to go. Oh, that's nice here. Let me check. Yeah, it's just a one. One time purchase. Yes. So I appreciate that for sure. And someone recently posted that they have, they're having a lot of support for a lot of other games like OSE and stuff like that on Foundry too. Is that true? You know about that? Systems and modules. Hey, there there we go. There we go. Game systems. We're going to check out Foundry's game, Scum and Villainy, Powered by the Apocalypse, Shadowrun Anarchy. It's unofficial. Band of Blades. Oh my goodness. Dungeon World. Oh, wow. They have a ton of them. World of Darkness 5E. Um, I know that. So there's Morkboard. Hey. And there Forbidden it is. Lands. Forbidden Lands is the one that old uh, Scott had sent me the link, was telling me it was good. So, yeah, there's a good amount of yeah. systems on this. I wonder if they got Coriolis. There's Coriolis. Oh, nice. They got a lot of the free leagues putting their So it looks like free leagues putting a lot of their stuff out here. That's Cypher nice. systems on here. Second edition Pathfinder. I see DCC. Is there a, like, I'm wondering if the AGE system, Warhammer, my goodness, this has everything on it. So I'm I'm impressed now. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like if 5th edition is going to try to take its stuff back, the rest of the the gaming community might want to, is, is trying to find some kind of place out here outside of it, maybe, to play? I, I guess. But it's really nice. I like the variety of stuff here. I do want to know whether or not, like, you need a system hard-coded or if you can just kind of like roll dice and wing it and and do you have to buy these to if you already have just the books do you have to rebuy all this stuff to play on the on this platform i'm wondering oh that's a good point it looks like what these are are like code libraries and so it looks like you can kind of plug these into foundry okay so the forbidden lands core game i found and click it here you follow it It looks like you don't have to pay for it you just run it that's really nice yeah, so to install. Oh, wait, here we go. Publish, buy, and purchase at Free League website. Okay, so let's see. Let's purchase that. You have to purchase that Free League store, it looks like. So the Foundry VTT module Forbidden Lands core set is 23 bucks on a little 23.63. So it's a little under 25 bucks. So you got $50 for the, to own the software, another 25 for the specific Forbidden Lands. I'm assuming that different games you know, coming at different prices. I see. Is what it looks like. So, I mean, there'd be a, a, an investment amount to, to start up, but there I paid for Roll20, and honestly, I don't know how well I was able to <laughs> grasp it and, and really <laughs> use it to its fullest extent. I was a little bit behind the curve. Right. I feel like Roll20 is very complicated just to kind of like use sometimes. Yeah, so I, I'm curious to try this out. I, I, I Foundry, I'm hoping that uh, John or somebody runs a game and I can test it out as a player before I try to look at it as a DM. But if I think that if I'm going to run, seeing how many different games they have on here, especially if they got the free league stuff, I'm going to do anything free league or year zero engine because I like to have a, a, a virtual tabletop for that because of the I, dice pulls. I might be drifting towards trying out Foundry at this point. Yeah. It looks really nice, actually. So uh, y'all listeners who are familiar with Foundry, 
And I'd love to hear from you what you, your thoughts are of the different virtual tabletops and found and using Foundry and stuff like that. And if you think I should try out Foundry for running a game, <laughs> <laughs> they have on Foundry these character sheets is what what I'm really interested in. Oh, I should really like those. Or at least like on Roll Twenty, I've seen like custom ones for different systems and so on. Yeah, and the fact that if you can press the uh just the thing on your character sheet you need to do and it rolls for you like i can still roll my rolls here at the table with my six-sided dice right exactly but if somebody doesn't want to like mess with all that and trying to explain well what do i do to fight like hey we recently talked recorded an episode i don't know if it's out yet or not but we recently recorded an episode talking about bringing new folks into it and having someone sit there and show them well the easiest way is oh well yeah just click fight or click <laughs> whatever on the character sheet and it does it for you and rolls in there that's a little easier to way to get people in without having to explain the full rule set at first they can slowly right. get acclimated <laughs> to it don't worry about the math yeah because and it's not math heavy and if you're playing that game i feel at the table it's not the most math heavy one now, i'm wondering about strategy type combat situations how much is how much that would have in some of these uh what's the word i'm looking for systems in mind oh for sure i played one i won't say which one it was but there were like four different roles for attacking it was like a very tactics game fortune roles for attacking or uh four different roles four different roles i said four what was four different roles like that you used each time or four different ways to attack let me remember. Um, it's each time you have to like roll to attack. The defender rolls to defend. You have to roll for damage. You divide the damage. There's like lots of involved steps in there. It was really fun, but I was also thinking like, I wish we could just make a robot do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, oh, I have heard positive, well, positive feedback about the old school essentials on here too. Someone was talking about that. Oh, that's good. Um. I mean, if you got old school essentials, you got, you know, they've got everything I would want to run on here. It looks like I'm assuming who did I, I clicked on the old school essentials. I want to see if they actually um, like who put this out. Was it actually Necrotic Gnome or did someone else create this? Like as a fan made right. thing. Um, and I can't tell you may direct licensing to osevtt.rev. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this was officially put out by Old School Essentials and, and the Necrotic Gnome folks or if it was a fan-created one, but there is one there. That's good. I feel like BX is such like a, I don't know, lingua franca of things that it's yeah. nice to have that option at least. Yeah. I I like BX and honestly, running on if I was going to run on a virtual tabletop, one of the clones bx or swords and wizardry might be the way i or old school essentials or swords and wizardry might be the way i go oh um, yeah i'd love to do osric but i don't see a lot of support for it these days so if i was going to be running on those virtual tabletops i'd probably go one of those two <laughs> and they got into the odd but i don't feel that into the odd needs a whole lot of uh <laughs> oh right uh, you know it's pretty simple um and i think the biggest thing will be maps when you're dungeon delving Exactly. But that being said, I feel like one thing I always miss sometimes is having like those physical or not physical, I guess more like visuals of like what you're doing sometimes. So having yeah. a virtual thing for maps is really nice to have. Yeah. And I think that that's, I think that that doesn't 
hit on I, like there's not a thing that I think of a lot because I've not done like I've always been theater of the mind. Right. So I think that keeping that in mind that a lot of people I've heard that from a lot of people, they like something to see, like with the maps and moving your characters around helps keep them into the game. I got to keep that in mind sometimes when I'm running some of these games online. I don't run that many online, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. What I used to do for like physical games was I'd buy like M&Ms for like mm-hmm. little enemies. And so if you beat one, you could eat it. <laughs> and that was kind of like a fun way to like, I don't know, introduce some tactileness, make it more like fun oh yeah we've been buying the little uh what are the jelly babies up here at <gasps> oh <laughs> like tom baker would you like a jelly baby <laughs> and put some of them down to eat up <laughs> yes i am such a doctor who nerd it's ridiculous <laughs> i love that dude show too much growing up anyways i think that's about all we have for today yeah if you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. Find us on Facebook, search Wildlies and Wizards. Wildliesandwizards.com is our blog. And you can find me at Traverse Fantasy on Twitter or Chiquita Fajita.blogspot.com for some lengthy things. And you can find me on Twitter at Logar Hero Chrome. We have the Patreon, patreon.com backslash Wildlies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.